Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Hallelujah, Father. Yes. Father, we can truly testify tonight that you are a mighty warrior and you are great in battle. And we can say tonight that you are here with us. And Father, you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father God, for your great love. We bless you tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless. Yes, give the Lord a praise offering. God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is worthy to be praised. Praise God. It's wonderful to see so many people in church. Your priorities, I must say, are in order. Excellent. Praise God. Um, tonight, I actually want to be a little bit more pastoral. <laughs> I want to behave myself. But the message is serious. And they, this message is personal. This message is for every single person in the body of Christ. We need to make assessments where we are spiritually at. The Lord wants every person to draw from Him. The Lord wants to be your supplier. He wants to be there for you. He needs you to draw closer to Him as ever before in your life. It's a new season. It's a new day. It's a wonderful day. It is a powerful day. But God wants His people to become focused. Amen. You know, focused people are beautiful people. You cannot distract them. And the Holy Spirit uses focused people. I want to see how many people were here not this, were here not this morning, the first service. All right. Okay. Well, um, let me say something to you. Pastor Harold sends his greeting. He was here this morning. And he blessed the church. And I must tell you, the people, all of the people here had one big smile on their face, and we loved it. And Pastor is on fire. <laughs> we, myself and Pastor Jock, we went to the back, and he was talking to us. But he's so on fire that I thought Pastor Harold was going to take the service. But then he said, no. <laughs> and so we're preaching. Amen. And it's a privilege it's a wonderful privilege to stand here and to be full of the Holy Spirit. God has been busy with us. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're a visitor here tonight, please, you know, there's no seat belts here at Little Falls. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the Word of God. Amen. Fruit for eternal life. This is the message tonight. Fruit for eternal life. How does God see you? God sees you as a person with the ability to, to produce fruit. That is how he sees his church. People that has the ability to reproduce. And we produce after our own kind. And our kind is Jesus Christ. He is the one that leads you in fruit bearing. 
I don't know when last have you sat down and had a good talk with yourself. That's not a mental thing, it's a good thing. There's smiles as well. Here's the important thing about praying for yourself. You know, we don't find ourselves many times praying for ourselves. But there's one topic a person should go into a season, and that is the topic to pray about your personal fruit. I'm giving you permission now. In this coming week, take the time. Get into God's presence. Don't run into His presence. Get into His presence. Pray in the Spirit for a while. I'm talking about a while, probably an hour. Then you have an honest-to-goodness talk with the Father, and you ask Him, Father God, am I producing fruit? It's serious. If there's one thing in my personal life I have taken serious, it's the fruits that must be produced from me and only me, and I'm fully responsible for that. I am fully responsible for the fruit that appears in my life. I am the only person that can allow that to open the windows of heaven, to open my life open up, to open myself for the feeding system to come through in my life. How's your feeding system currently? Is it open? Is it closed? And this is what this message is all about. So I want to take you immediately to John 12, 23. John 12, 23. But Jesus answered them saying, the hour has come. This morning, I spoke a little bit about the hour. This is one of those, the Lord said, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. This is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. He died so that he would have a great harvest. Not a small harvest, a great harvest. He died for everyone, every person. He who loves his life will lose it and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. A person that loves their life has no fruit. Making a statement here. A person that loves their life, loves this world, loves the things of this world, such a person will not be able to produce after what God wants in your life. But a person that truly dies is a person that produces fruit. And never compare your fruit to another person. God doesn't allow that. You are created unique. You are wonderfully created in who you are. But you need to be serious with you. You, I cannot compare my fruit with my brother here. I do not do that because my relationship with Jesus Christ is personal. I have to do my best at all times. Therefore, 
I look to myself. But there's a great fruit inspector. <laughs> the, fa the father himself. Let's get into the word. I don't want to run ahead of myself. John 15 from verse 1. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. I did not know my name is in the Bible. I found that out. I was shocked. Just on a lighter note. George is in the Bible. Listen to this. I didn't know that a vine dresser in Greek is named Georgios. <laughs> I loved it. Hey, there's my name. I always thought I'm just a farmer. No, I'm a vine dresser as well, appointed by God to check out your fruit. All right, and we will be doing that. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. That it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Okay, that was for the disciples. As he was about to go to the cross, he said to them, you are clean. Which means, I've trimmed you. I've trimmed you. I've cleaned you. I've, I've, I've set you up so that what's about to happen, you will become some of the greatest fruit bearers on the planet. And those apostles became, truly, they're, they're in the annals of history. But we are alive now. This is our hour. This is your hour. You are busy now living in that hour. And then the Lord says, abide in me as I abide in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. These are simple stuff, yet so important in our lives. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. And without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and he's withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. That's a matter of fact. You see, the road to destruction is wide, but the road to eternal life is narrow. It's very narrow. There's a narrow road we're allowed to walk on. And when you are abiding in the vine, then it's easy. It's not hard. If you abide in me, and here comes the keys, people. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it will be done for you. Isn't that a wonderful promise? If you are truly connected to the Lord Jesus Christ, and then it says, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. So a disciple is a branch. And we are branch managers, the pastors of this church. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. 
abide in my love. The vine dresser, the owner of the vineyard is the father. He's the vine dresser. He's the one personally responsible to keep the vineyard going. Because if he keeps the vineyard going, there is his glory is attached to his vineyard. There's a purpose for the planting of a vineyard. There's a purpose in becoming a disciple, not just to get to heaven, but on earth to produce fruit. My purpose, my full purpose is to produce fruit. You've got to say that to yourself. Say to yourself, I must produce fruit, even if I'm 80. Amen. As the branch of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are connected to the branch, to the, to the, to the vine for all eternity. You can never be cut off if you are truly being fed by Jesus Christ. You will never wither if you are truly connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the important thing about you connected to the Lord, how does the Lord feed the vine? He feeds the vine. The, the action of the nutrients are kept alive by prayer. The feeding system to the fruit, that the fruit must appear is prayer. Because prayer is the contact with the heavenlies, with the supernatural, with the will of God. And when prayer is taken seriously, there's a lot of feeding. Have you seen yourself when you go into a specific season for your life and there's a lot of praying, then there's a lot of feeding. And then suddenly in your life, fruit appears. It is so important to understand that, that we have to take extra time to the feeding of my spirit. That's why 10 minutes as, for those who are surprised as well, with the second service, Pastor Ntatu ministered this morning. So praise the Lord for that. Another surprise. <laughs> And he was on fire. Praise God for that. So dear child of God, your feeding system, you've got to, every single one of us, has got to take time for extra feeding. When you do that, you become so enriched. Here's the thing about our fruit. Your fruit is directly connected to the glory of God. Your fruit belongs to the glory of God. And God says, all glory belongs to me. And he expects of his people to return a harvest. He expects of all of us. There's no person who can escape that. If you are truly saved, you are being fed. That's why we need to up our prayer level. Because God is busy feeding nutrients. And what are these shoots that the Lord says he cuts off? 
You see, the branch withers away, but then you have the shoots that produces nothing. Now, those are the things the vine dresser comes from, comes for. The vine is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one feeding the branches for the fruit. But the Father comes for those things in our lives that should not belong. And if it's left long enough, it has the ability to take all of the things that must produce fruit in your life. And we need to identify those things, the offshoots that has got no purpose, that only takes and never gives back. It is our job to let the Father, because the Father will take it off. And that's difficulty. That's difficult. Do you know that? I've, I've got a scripture here, if I, if I can find it now, that I want to read to you. I did mark it here. In Hebrews 12, from verse 11, it says, Now no chastening seemed to be joyful for the present, but painful nevertheless it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. To those who... We have been what? Trained by it. There's a training in the process of producing fruit. If you are not a disciple, you are not trained. Get into discipleship. Get into the flow of your church. The flow of this church is to produce cell leaders, interns, to have levels of leadership so that we might take care of people. There's a lot of things you can do in the body of Christ, but this church has its own fruit-producing machine, and you are part of that. You are that. Amen. But how is your fruit truly tonight? If you look honestly at your life, is there currently fruit on your tree? Father God wants to help you. He does it through love. Love is his motive. Love is the greatest power on earth. And that is part of the feeding system. If you are not experiencing his love, then maybe all of the things that takes the nutrients that you should experience is going to worthless things in our lives. And those worthless things in our lives, Father God will deal with. A person might find yourself without a job. You might find yourself without money. I have truly seen Father God take things out of people's lives. And then for a season, they are upset. <laughs> they are so cross. Why is this happening? God is not glorified by your pain, but by your fruit. So if you experience pain currently, refocus, be refed. The feeding system of God will produce fruit in your life. I never thought in my life I would be able to produce fruit. I had such a poor outlook on my future. But when the prayer started, there was an intense amount of prayer when I became a disciple. 
I had to be taught first, and once the flowing get, got going, then extra time was taken to pray in tongues. Hours, hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, hours and more hours where I would sit and do nothing. I would take the time to pray. And then after a while, I started experiencing Something happening deep on the inside of me. There became a hunger and a thirst after God. And then God started dealing with the sin in a person's life. Once the sin is dealt with, the focus becomes so crystal clear that the focus became Jesus. And anything outside of Jesus is removed. It's just Jesus. got to be only Jesus. God has placed us here not to be unfruitful. And here's the thing about what the Lord mentions in this portion. He mentions the word abide 10 to 11 times. So God is quite serious when he says, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me, stay in me. Remain in me. Don't be disconnected. Do not, do not abide. Draw, draw, take from me. The more you take from me, the more fruit will appear. We must be proper fruit bearers in the kingdom of God. And here's the greatest thing about the first thing God does with his children. The first thing before a person bears great fruit, is that the character of God is formed because that opens up the channels. If the character of God and there's all these blockages are taken out, then there comes a serious flow in our lives. It is where you look at people differently, where you start loving people. You don't see them, see them as the person they are classified, but you see them as what God sees. And once you see what God sees, you want to be part. You want to get into the vineyard. You cannot just come to church. You want to be involved in people's lives. You want to see them. You know you're at the right place when you want to see fruit in people's lives, but you want to help them. That's the purpose of our lives. And once you get there, the greatest thing in a person's life is to be a giver, to be wholly and totally connected, to be able to help people. That's what leadership is. Leadership is to love God's fruit, His fruit. And it's wonderful. There's on Netflix a beautiful program, and I don't encourage you to to drink wine. Yeah, you know, I've just seen trouble with wine. Just, you know, so this is not giving license. Amen. But here's the thing about, um, in, in this thing, uh, they, they basically show in France with the production of champagne, how they do it. The ground is so carefully prepared. They work the ground. They prepare it. And then there comes this beautiful fruit. But there comes a day at the right time, exactly at the right time, that the vine dresser, the person who makes the wall, he walks and then he says, this is the day the harvest is collected. 
as well here, you know, that's the rapture. I see that as the rapture, harvest time, where God comes and collects his full harvest. That's soon, it's coming. But here's the thing about pr producing champagne. They, when they collect all of these, the, the, the fruit, they put it under a press. Now, there are different, different pressings it goes through. Here's the champagne one, the first pressing. What we produce when there's pressure on you, that first pressing is the best. Did you know that? You can have, go and have a look at the program. It's quite interesting. But don't be encouraged now to partake of that stuff. Uh, Muet and all of that stuff. Leave it, you know, just, just ignore it. But see the lesson. When the pressings come and we produce this beautiful fruit, people want some of that. And it's expensive. Your fruit is expensive. Your fruit is not cheap. You know, you, you are not cheap. You are purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ to produce the best fruit. <laughs> Amen. So, time's up. Praise God. Thing about fruit, okay? Thing about fruit, fruit is never invisible. Let that sink in. Fruit is never invisible. It's always visible. So the fruit a person produces must be visible. You have to say to you, you know when myself and Gussie, we started with a home cell, we never said um, in the hard times, let's give up. Let's cancel this thing. This is not working. We always said, what can we do better? You know, what, what, what is the thing we need wisdom in? Because leadership works. The kingdom works. We are in his vineyard. We are not disconnected. We are busy with his work. And this is a great work. It's a work a person's got to take serious. It is part of my fruit. This, what I'm doing now, will bring honor to God. So therefore, if it's not working, we do it again. We do it again. We do it again. And after a certain amount of times, suddenly the fruit became natural. People are stopping too early. Satan sits with his clipper and take God's fruit. We need to reconnect, reposition, start the feeding process. God ain't finished with you yet. Amen. It's serious. Praise God. So let me finish this sermon with this and what I'm saying now. John 4.35. Do not say, there are still four months and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for the harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. You are busy gathering fruit today, tonight for eternal life. For in this saying, in this the saying is true, one sows and the other one reaps. 
Therefore, we cannot compare our fruit, but we've got to be encouraged to produce fruits. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and yet you have entered into their labor. All of us, we've been given the opportunity. This is Pastor Harold's labor. That's why I'm very protective of our senior pastor, extremely protective of his harvest, because we are placed here to help him. And he ain't finished yet. This morning, <laughs> for those of you who saw, Pastor Harold ain't finished yet. <laughs> he wants to know when the sabbatical is over, what has happened to his church. And I don't want to be guilty of neglecting the fruits. <laughs> All of us, we've got to present a harvest for this season. That's why people be encouraged. Get back into what God wants to do with your life. Your life has to make sense for you. Amen. Praise God. Please bow your heads in this place tonight. If any person has come into this place tonight and you say, I know I'm not right with God. I know that the Lord is talking to me, speaking to me. I need to get back into line. I want, don't want to be cut off and be cast into the eternal lake of fire. That's not my place. I'm not going there. If that is you tonight, please put up your hands. Please put up your hands. Yes. Take that bold step. Yes, put up those hands. Put up those hands. That's right. That's right. That's right. All over this place, there are people putting up their hands. Amen. Please stand. All those people, please stand. Just stand for me. Please stand. Please stand. Don't let the devil lie to you. Stand. There's a purpose. Maybe you have come into this place and you have served God properly. You have served God like you should, but then you backslid. And you know you are not right. Yes, stand. Yes. It takes a man and a woman to stand now. Say no to the devil. Please stand. God is talking to more people here. Please rise up. Your hour has come. Yes, stand up. That's it. That's it. The Holy Spirit is at work. The Holy Spirit is at work here. He's restoring. He's helping tonight. Please stand. That's right. All those people, please come to the front. Please come here. Just walk to me. Amen. Amen. Oh, this is beautiful. Come and stand here. Oh, you two young men. God so much is going to use you like you never thought in your life. This is your hour. I was your age when I made a commitment to Christ. It's not going to be ashamed of him. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. Yes. Yes, another Belinda. You can come and stand here. Thank you. That's right. Please raise your hands before the throne room of God. Close your eyes. Pray after me. Say, Father God, I humble myself. I come to you. I ask you tonight 
to forgive me of all of my sins. I forgive from my heart all who have ever hurt me or harmed me. I ask you tonight to please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I love you. I thank you. I am now saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise offering. We just want to spend a moment with you. I see a lot of tears here, and it's beautiful. We just want to spend a minute with you. I need you to turn to Pastor Jock's side, just to quickly go that side. I just want to spend a minute with you. Please turn to that side and follow him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God in this place. It's wonderful. When is the school starting again? Tomorrow. Oh, Tuesday. So we have all night. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm going to finish the service, but we as the pastors will be in the front. There's different things we are going to minister to. I'm going to close the service. There are people who truly need prayer in their lives. If you are withered and you don't have strength anymore, you need a touch and the anointing to break the yoke on your life. We want to pray for specifically that. If you are dry, you love the Lord, all is well, but you know you need more. We want to minister to you tonight. Amen. Everybody, please stand. Please raise up your hands. Father God, how much you love the people standing here. Lord, we truly want to produce fruit for you. Lord Jesus, you said to your disciples, without me, you can do nothing. We need you now in our lives. Father, you've opened up the churches once again. You want your people to arrive, to come, and to produce fruit. There are people who need a touch of you, and the Holy Spirit stands ready to help. We thank you for that tonight. We send your people into this week to go and bear fruit, to do your will, to stand strong in the workplace. Father, help all of us. This we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.